What's up everyone, welcome to Everything Entrepreneurial. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs. Um, each week I'll be discussing a specific topic around entrepreneurship. I'll be having guests on the show <clears throat> who will be telling us about their journey and their experience and uh, we'll just see how it goes. So this is the first interview that I'm hosting now. This is the third episode and it gives me great pleasure to interview someone who's been a real big impact on my entrepreneurial journey so far, it is Tiani Wang. Now, I'm going to pass this over to Tiani, and he can give a brief introduction to who he is. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, well, my name is Tiani Wang, and uh, I'm, I'm a Chinese. Uh, I live in Dublin, Ireland. I've been living in Ireland for the last 15 years. Uh, I'm I'm software developer. Uh, I'm just like working on different things uh, for, with the startups. I'm really interested in startups. And that's pretty, pretty So how did, you, how did you even get into uh, software engineering? Like what were you doing when you came over to Ireland? How so, did you? So uh, it, it is interesting. Well, uh, when I first time saw a computer when I was seven, and I just, I don't know why, like it just that, that thing just attracted me so much because when I, lo- when I look at a machine and they talk back to you and I felt that was magical it's great it, it is yeah, crazy it, it is like a little magical box and then and I just got fascinated by that so since then I was just really interested in like understanding uh, of computers and so I started uh, doing a little small programming back then on like a 386 PCs I don't think your kids young kids know what that is I have no idea what yeah, that is I'm sorry so, uh, <laughs> so we do logos and different things uh, obviously like I love playing video games as well and that's a big interest and so that's what going with I want to understand how those how those video games were made yeah from the computer how can they just make something amazing and then that's why I really I got really interested in computers and then I've been just because I was really young that time I just kind of do self-learning like go on, in, uh, go on different places to learn things but internet back then wasn't a thing yet <laughs> and so it's really hard to find materials but uh, luckily I think I, I'm from a big city in China and we have a lot kind of uh, libraries and we have a big really big computer center you can buy softwares oh, and cool. different things uh, yeah, so that that's where I go into, and also I, I'm lucky enough from a, a middle class uh, family in China, and my parents were really supportive, and they they didn't have that much money, but they they, they gave me whatever I really wanted. So yeah. that that was a great help for me, and yeah, so I learned a, a lot about. Well, wasn't a lot. Like I started like a learning program. That's what actually got me interested in English too, because a lot of books actually in English, a lot of computer related stuff are in English and I had to understand them because yeah. I had to learn English that's why I got really interested and then I was probably first generation in China got on the internet I first went on the internet when it was 1997 I think uh, I think Google just started the year after and then I was on Google when it first launched wow. and then, yeah and then I was I was on this thing called ICQ it's like it's really hard to say. It's a kind of uh, a SMS system, but like, you can talk to people internationally. It's like MSN back then, or Skype, whatever those things. You can chat to people. You can find people online. And also back then, even the whole worldwide, there there weren't that many people online. And the people online are really kind of genuine, interested in talking to people. And I remember first time I sent hello to an American guy, 
I was so excited. It's just amazing because you could get one message from over in China over to America. Exactly. It's crazy, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. And then this guy replied me, what's up? I didn't understand what that meant. I said, what do you mean? What's up? Get a dictionary quick. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that was it. Like, but still, that, the, the, the excitement, you know, is really, really, like, uh, unique. And then since then, because I got into that really early, and I think that's why it attracted me to wanting to go abroad, because I, I, I saw what, like, Western world has different technologies, and that's one thing really attracts me. That's actually probably what got me into programming in the first place. But since then, I just really fascinated by computer programming. And then, yeah, so I came over here and I went to university here and then started computer science. And yeah. I graduated here and I got a job as software engineer and just been working since. And been nearly 10 years of my journey as a software developer. Yeah. And been through different things and started from working for other people and then slowly, slowly uh, got to know some startups and which that's another thing attracted me was the, the energy of the startup world and the, the people who work on startups. I first, I didn't understand why people want to work for free. That, that's one thing. For, I remember the first guy was in one of the early incubator here in, in Dublin called Vera was uh, sponsored by uh, Telefonica. I think it was a Vodafone or O2. Yeah. And then they, it's like a small incubator, a lot of people working there. And then some guy tried to hire me as a software engineer. And then I went in, I remember it was a lovely office, really cool. Like that was like seven years ago, I think. Mm. That was really early state, kind of in Dublin, there weren't that many startups back then. There weren't some, but what was a big thing. I went to this office, it's so hipster, so cool. Like they have like bean bags, they have like a suit, like these different chairs. And I was talking to the founders and they sat down. They, they, want, they wanted to create this thing, uh, Dropbox for enterprise. Right. And I thought that's a really cool idea because they said that like even we use Dropbox personally, but that they, that between different co- big companies, some people might use their Dropbox, some people might use their own file system and really hard to share things. So they, want to create, they wanted to create a system to share easily share documents between big corporates. Yeah. I said, oh, that's a really cool idea. I'm really interested. And I said, how much you can pay me? And they said, oh, we, we can't pay you anything. And oh, you were like, what? Exactly. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, what do you mean you can't pay me? Oh, we give you equity. And I, I, that's the first time I heard the word equity. I said, what, what does that mean? <laughs> they said, like, just you give me shares. Uh, what, what doesn't worth any money. And they said, no, actually not worth anything at the moment. But if we made it, you know, we, we, we can actually, that's going to worth a lot of money. Yeah. And I said, oh, but, you know, I need to, I, I live, you need to live my, myself and it's, I don't have a family to depend on anything here. So I have to uh, earn some living. And I said, sorry, we can't do that. But that's, even though that, I, I didn't take the job, but that gave me the first kind of taste of what a startup was. And yeah. Then, I really got interested and then I started becoming friends with a few people in that incubator and then we, that's really early also when the meetup started in Dublin here. So the tech scene started booming that time. So there's a, a different uh, meetup group, a tech meetup group started like Python meetup, JavaScript meetup, different things and they, they'll be hosted in virus So it got multiple uh, exposure in the virus itself or met other entrepreneurs and different things. And then slowly, slowly, I got more. I, I I understood the motivation behind why people do startups because uh, people believe in certain things. They want to make a change. They want to make a, even though it's a cliche to say, but a lot of people want, do want to make the world a better place. Yeah. And uh, 
that that made me excited, and then I, I felt is because I think we are living this world to looking for a purpose. Even though a lot of people say there's no purpose in life, we just we just living. But again, I think something need to drive something need to drive us day by day. What you're going for next day? I think that's why hope is a huge thing for um, human. Um, to have hope. Yeah, it's a have, yeah. have, have a hope, and then it's something you you striving for. It doesn't matter uh, if you can achieve it or not by the end of the day. But again, the something you're working towards to, I think that is a great pleasure a pleasure for anybody to have that kind of passion. Yeah, and that's what gave me energy, and then so that's why I joined the Vibe Summit back then because they were one of the biggest company to have huge ex- uh, expo- uh, exposure to startups, and um, so I joined them as a software engineer, developing their whole uh, infrastructure and back and front end stuff. But I have seen I don't know hundreds of thousands of startups in so. just a year. Like I, w- I was working there, and then. The more I see them, the more energy I get, and then I went to like a few different conferences organized by Web Summit. I met so many people. It, it was incredible that you go to one conference and have like you know thirty thousand attendees, all of them working for their own company. Yeah, it is it's amazing. crazy when you think about that. It's so condensed, such exactly. a small space. Exactly. Forty thousand people, all with their own ideas, exactly. all trying to pave the way exactly. and make it. And different, it's crazy. different motivations. That that that's really interesting in the Star Star World. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, why I'm interested in software engineering, and that's why I'm interested in entrepreneurship too. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, um, I'd just like to say at this point in time, like before I started my entrepreneurial journey, I had no clue about um, like there was a startup scene, there was an entrepreneurial like community in Dublin. Yeah. I'm from Tallaght. There wasn't really anything like that. And yeah. one day I signed up for uh, Shaper. And I start swiping left and right. It's basically, isn't it? It's just like the Tinder for like, business, isn't it? Well, I guess it is. You yeah. could just, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like that. So yeah. basically, swipe left or swipe right. And then me and Tiani matched and he reached out to me and he was like, do you want to go for a coffee? And I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. We went out, uh, we had coffee and we must have stayed there for like two hours yeah. the first time. And we were just, we were talking about everything to do with entrepreneurship. We were like, what our passions were and what direction we wanted to go in and stuff like that. Exactly. And that was my first insight into the community that you're talking about and the yeah. scene that you've just explained to us here, yeah. which I thought you opened my eyes to be like, holy shit, there's people so many people actually doing their own thing and it is yeah. possible and it gave me the confidence and the kind of a bit of drive and motivation to be like come on Cortis you can do this you know that way so exactly I, I that, that that was the interesting time that was about what three years ago about two or three years ago yeah I think that's actually I didn't talk about this uh, that's when I started my own business after Web Summit after seeing so many startups like you know uh, success, successful ones and uh, some, some of them failed and then finally uh, I jumped ship. I started my own company because I back then I saw this uh, gap. So many people have great ideas, but they do not have the expertise, experience, or skills to develop a software. And uh, I worked uh, for a software agency before. And the problem with most uh, software agencies were they is transactional. So they work. Some people come to hire them. They they, they do the work. They get paid. They do not really care too much about their clients or what they do. They they deliver a piece of software their clients ask for. And I felt that wasn't the idea so agents, a software agency. I, I'm 
if I was a startup, I wouldn't be looking for somebody just delivering the ask for. I do want them to help me to understand what's good, what's bad, um, as like as the software goes. And so I see this gap here in general. Like every country is the same. Uh, a lot of people have great ideas. They need the software. Uh, some people have this uh, software uh, development skills. Yeah. But the problem is they're not in. There are not enough developers out there. And so I want to start an agency which care about people, and um, which can help those startups who have great ideas uh, succeed. So that's why I started my own company about three years ago. And then, but as a software engineer, I I didn't have uh, much network in Dublin here. I didn't know many entrepreneur people, even though I got expo- exposures through different things. I still I was at really early stage of you know kind of dipping my toe into this entrepreneur world and yeah. then so um, I wanted to grow my network that's why I, I remember the whole thing I started using Shaper was uh, I, I was uh, having coffee with one of a friend uh, bouncing ideas off just different startup ideas different things and one thing I said oh, you know I love meeting people would be great I want I, I wanted to create an application a mobile app like just I can you know put in my calendar I said oh I'm, I'm free three times a week and then whoever wants to grab coffee, just book me. Yeah. And so I just want to meet the random people for a chat because every time, I that time I started my business a few months and then I was meeting uh, many people every week. And every time I met someone, I got new ideas. Every time I met someone, I, I grew my network a little bit more. And then they, um, I, I thought I wanted to do more. And then literally about two days after that, I just saw this Shaper app. I think I show up in my Instagram feed or Twitter feed as as an ad, and I was oh that's interesting. That's something I wanted to, uh, I wanted to 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 use, and then also I want to check it out because I I wanted to develop something like that. So maybe it's a competitor. So do a little marketing research, and I use Shaper. I was oh my god, this is so good. I love this app. Yeah. So that's why I started using it, and and at first, and that's what I I think that's what uh, how I met you. Um, I think you were probably one of the first few people actually wanting to meet because many people actually is interesting even though you met them even you, you match with them on um, Shaper and uh, they chat to you ask you ask about what you do your ideas and I think one thing though is in Star Wars is a lot of people I guess they're busy so many people don't want to meet people randomly to waste the time yeah but I, I agree and disagree on this point is sometimes you do if you start your own business already maybe you shouldn't meet everybody all the time because you won't have enough time. You should focus on your own product yeah. or your own company, uh, whatever your business is. But on the other hand is without the people willing to give up uh, a little bit of their own personal time, we wouldn't have a good community for startups, 100%. So for entrepreneurs. You know? 100%. So, so that's, that was my idea. I, 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 I felt that time I want to meet more people, even that means I need to work a little bit more after six o'clock or weekend or whatever. But I, I, I maybe the people who I met can give me some like you know spark me, yeah, with some other ideas and uh, help me grow my network. So that's why I decided to meet a lot of people. But then not everybody on Shaper was willing to meet you. Like when they talk to you, I'll say, oh, I'm not looking for somebody like you. So I. Don't need. To, I don't yeah. have time to meet. Or else you. they give you like a stupid sales pitch or so, exactly. you know, something like that. So exactly. Yeah, it's so annoying, and you get that on LinkedIn as well. But that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. You know. But then, I mean? like, uh, obviously, like, okay, you, you said yes, 
and so we met. Uh, yeah, we we had we had a great chat. I, yeah. I remember we uh, uh, we met at the Clement Pico on yeah. South William Street. That was a great coffee spot. For Lovely coffee, yeah. Who come to Dublin? They should definitely check that out. They do nice coffee and a good atmosphere there. Ah, uh, yeah, we, I think we had a great chat, and then yeah, I guess we we we've been friends ever since. And then yeah. you know, you gave me the energy, and then about like uh, you 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 wanting something more in life. You want to do something you love, and uh, like even back then. You were still in college. Yeah, and you, 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 you're striving for to become uh, an entrepreneur. And yeah. then I, I really admire you for that because you have a huge perseverance. You know, after like since I met you, that's your goal. That's what we want to be. And even though as a marketing um, person, to be honest, uh, marketing industry at the moment is pretty crowded space it like is. you know so many agencies out there there's so many because it's so easy you know it's so easy to start a marketing exactly. agency you exactly know? true like in one way it's really easy to start but at the same time to become good is really hard too yeah. you know so i think uh, without this um kind of uh, perseverance without this like you know really strong vision yeah it's really hard to become really good in this field so i i, I i've seen you for the last three years um been working really hard on this so i really appreciate that because once again i was in college when i started and you you obviously knew like my skill level and everything wasn't where it was today but like it's just day in day out i was totally this is like you said this is my sole goal my sole purpose is to make something out of nothing you know what i mean and i seen that in you as well like that i still remember the first day that we met like i just felt i felt on cloud nine like i was like I couldn't have felt better. I was like, there's actually someone out here. If you can meet these types of people that are out here and they're doing their own thing and they're living life the way they want to do, totally inspired, you know what I mean? Super friendly, very helpful, giving me advice, you know? Like, I was just like, this is fucking great. So um, so you you have a big kind of, well, compared to me and anyway, you have a lot of experience and time in the Dublin startup scene. Um, specifically around tech, but I do know you go to other networking events. Yeah. Could you give a little bit more insight into the types of events that you go to, who maybe hosts those events, and uh, what you find valuable about yeah, them? Of course, um, yeah. In one way, I, I do go to most. most of the start uh, like meetups or like uh, events I go to are tech related. Sometimes I felt a little silly that I, I just felt like uh, everything around me should be tech. Because I'm I'm involved and I know tech I do tech, it it, it is quite silly like to, to think that because there's so many other things out there, and uh, but uh, yeah okay so I'll give you a few like I I'm I'm hosting a, a startup meetup every, uh, first Friday every month with uh, uh, one of the probably most involved person uh, startup involved person Jim Murphy, uh, uh, called Silicon Drink About at uh, Kaya Bar every yeah. fri- uh, first Friday every month. Uh, I definitely recommend everybody go to that. It's free events, and you can go in there meet a bunch of other entrepreneurs who have idea who already have a business and who's been in different stage of their journeys. And uh, also there is uh, again everything tech related as first um, a startup a startup grant uh, which hosted by David Scannon uh, from NDRC. It is a, a monthly meetup. Oh, I think it depends that they get speakers and now they, they so they, they interview really successful entrepreneurs and over the years they have a really good people over there and then I think it's hosting, hosted in Hoko Tree now. 
Poco Tree. Uh, yeah. It's uh, one of the new co-working <coughs> spaces in our in Dublin. And the co-working space, by the way, is uh, thriving in Dublin. There's so many of them. There is, yeah. And then and other events in general, there, there are many different yeah. events. In If you like go on meetup.com, you can see many uh, different things related, yeah. to be honest. is uh, There's like a mindfulness yoga related. There is like creative um, you know, design related, uh, tech related, obviously there's so many of them. And there's uh, also just kind of, there even just something people meet up to talk about different things. Yeah. Like not just a particular like in tech. And um, so I, I can't really think more top of my head, but I think now in Dublin, yeah. if I think that's one piece of advice I like to give to everybody living in different cities, even it doesn't matter how small your city is. Uh, because one thing, uh, I've been in Ireland for 15 years, but many, I've I, I met uh, so many people from different countries over the years. Many people didn't really like Ireland because they felt Ireland was a bit small. They, they felt that uh, Dublin, uh, Dublin is a big city, but it's only about a million people. Mm-hmm. And that there aren't enough people um, wanting to do certain things uh, some people are looking for. But I believe in that it doesn't matter what city, what kind of background you're from, you just you just got to try hard enough to find it. Maybe it's harder. Definitely it's harder for for example, if you're in Dublin here, you want to find a tech meetup, it's definitely going to be harder than compared to San Francisco. You probably run oh, into everybody 100%. around the corner talking about entrepreneurship, talking about tech startups. But in Ireland, in Dublin, it might be a little bit harder. People might talk about agriculture because agriculture is kind of big here. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, but if you dig deeper, you search around, maybe even, uh, I, I saw somebody tweeted yesterday that uh, from... Um, uh, Rotterdam in Netherlands and he just wants to go to certain meetups and he posted saying oh I don't see there's a, there, there are enough meetups here what I want to do why if anybody interested uh, like send me DM here and let's start one together I think that's the spirit that you know, any city if you, you find something you are interested in and there's no meetups there's no events there's no conference whatever start one uh, there are people out there wanting to do the same thing as you. Yeah. Uh, there are people out there are interested in the same thing as you. So don't get discouraged because you're from a, a small city. Or don't get discouraged even from big city, but people are not interested in the things that you're interested in. Whatever you're from, uh, wherever you're from, whatever you do, you definitely can find those things. So just go out there, try to meet more people. Internet now is so easily accessible. And yeah. then post something, you know, don't be, you know, one thing say, oh, other people don't do it, I cannot do it. No, you definitely can. Just start something if you're interested. Just just start it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Even though it doesn't work at the end of the day, you try it, at least on the journey, you will uh, meet a few people yeah. along the way and then you might make a few good friends. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And it's like the friendship side of things because I, f- I find that the most important as well. Like, um you're on your own when you're an entrepreneur like you're yeah. starting to, well you can have co-founders and stuff but yeah. initially most people will be by themselves it can be lonely yeah. and to have a support group of other people who are doing similar things to you exactly. they can resonate with your pain your successes your fears and everything like that so um, I, just, to, just to go back on that because I'd be interested if someone wanted to go to say Jim uh, Murphy's uh startup drink is it was a drink about silicon drink Silic- yeah so if someone was going to go to that what mind frame should they go with because i think it's just a keep open mind to, to be honest like it's a 
uh, have to say now, like I, I've been, uh, I, I was just attendee before. Yeah. I, I loved it, uh, and then I just loved energy, and then I, I decided to help Jennifer because he was a really busy person, and then said, if you need help, I give you a hand, you know, and then so been I, I've been attending and also co-hosting the thing with Jim Murphy. Uh, for 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 a while now, and I've seen so many different people. Every time I go to that, there are there are same people. There's some the small group of same people are repeatedly going to that, and there are also new people coming to that every month. And you, you meet those people, and you talk to it. It's so different. It's like everybody have different ideas, and yeah. everybody have different mindsets, a uh, mind frames, and you just you just cannot have this really. I, I don't know, like uh, some really strong opinion on certain things. Like just, I think keep open mind, go in there, talk to people. First thing is this kind of event is about talk about your ideas. I've, I find that many, many people wanting to start their own thing. They have a little bit problem about sharing their ideas because first of all, they're afraid of people stealing their idea. Yeah, because it's so early. Yeah, of. and then second, second of all, they're afraid of uh, people laughing at their ideas too. They, they, they're afraid of being judged. Yeah. And I say this is definitely the biggest one for me is don't be afraid being judged because most 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 of the time I, I think people don't really judge. Well, people do judge and then maybe people don't judge. It doesn't matter because people forget about you the next day if like, you know, you don't talk about anything. And also even they judge you, whatever it is, it is your own, your, your own head, it's your own ego because yeah. you're afraid of being judged and you because maybe you judge other people. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. I think you go into that, leave the judgment out the door, and go in there. Let people judge you, whatever. Don't don't care about it. It's about express yourself. Talk to people about your ideas. Listen to other people talking about their ideas, because what human brains a a strange thing is a cr- amazing thing too. We make connections between irrelevant things, but same time they are connected somehow. I think everything in this world are connected in some ways and um, so that's a lot of people say multidiscipline uh, people doing like different things in different industries they actually do better because they see different things even they can make the connection between different industries that's how they make the connection that's how they make the business for example um, the biggest company we can think about these days Airbnb, Uber, Lyft those companies they connect two industries together they bring tech into one of the old industries. Yeah, so it's like a fusion. Of exactly, different things. And then, you know, exactly. And so you, you will make uh, different break- breakthroughs because just you hear the new idea and when you, you hear, that might just kind of make you to think a little bit more of your own idea. Yeah. And to make you advance more on your own idea, maybe mix a little bit like different flavors. You know, it's like a cooking too. Like I, I, I love food. I cook a lot of Chinese food, but I also... I learned to cooking uh, uh, Italian food, Spanish food, like, you know, French food. And then sometimes I'll, I might just make these two things together a little bit, see how it goes. <laughs> Throw it in. Exactly. Sometimes it may not be good, but sometimes it turns out amazing because you don't get that flavor anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool, man. Mixing the old flavors together. Yeah, I think that's why diversity is so important for uh, any startups. And also it's uh, really important for any communities. If your community is just your echo chamber, have your own type of people, you're never gonna grow. You know, you totally you, you, agree, listen, yeah. you just listen to the same thing, and then you listen to the things you want to hear, and then it's 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 never good. Sometimes you go to those kind of events, you may 
have these uncomfortable feelings. You may meet some, somebody have really different ideas or maybe different opinions as you. But it's okay, maybe during the, the talk, during talking to people, you might get a little bit upset. But when you go home and think about it, it's okay, you know, just maybe think about it. I think a lot, many times, if we cannot take the opposite of the argument, you really cannot make your own argument stronger. Yeah. I think Charlie Munger said that if you cannot win uh, an argument, if you want to argue with somebody, if you cannot win the argument yourself, against yourself, on the other, for the other, on the other side of the argument, maybe you don't understand, or maybe you're not good enough for your own idea. I'm, I'm a little bit butchered that, but just the idea is about... <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So like, it, if you can't defend your own argument, or if you can't... Yeah, you have to argue yourself really hard. You have to stand in their shoes and exactly. look back at you exactly. and be like, oh, well, this is what's wrong with your ideas. And yeah. if you can defend that, exactly. well, then your argument is concrete yeah, exactly. and your belief is concrete. Exactly. And also, you know, just... I think it's always good to learn a bit of, like... A, the opposite argument. One thing is empathy because we are from different backgrounds. We are growing up, we, we grow up like in different environments and we have different opinions on different things. And put yourself in other people's shoes always give, give you a little more empathy. And I think that's really good for uh, everything in life. Uh, in, in running a company is great because you'll be a better person to how to treat your staff how to treat your clients, or how to whatever business you you into, you try to sell certain, you provide value to somebody to get in return, you get money. Yeah. But the thing is, if you cannot think from the other side, like whoever, either your employees or either uh, your you know customers, if you cannot have the empathy, how can you create a great company, either for business or for internal your company structure, different things. So think from other. People settle things. It's all to make you a better person. I think. Hundred percent. And just on that, um, I don't know if we mentioned uh, earlier in the episodes. Um, I actually came and helped you with your digital marketing. Um, for your business, and you had a team there already, a team of software developers. And one of the key things I already know, and anyway, but I want you to talk about is how just the team itself is the is super critical super important to you as an entrepreneur that's correct yeah. you, you put like in my own experience working with you being around you in that environment you put the team at the top like you know i mean you, you're so thoughtful and caring of others and i think that is a strength i, I think it's a, a super strength especially in the tech industry as well because people can bounce yeah. through different jobs and yeah. stuff like that so you need a reason for people to stay and i thought you created a perfect environment for that. So why was getting your team right for you? I think the main thing is, um, is again, about the empathy part because I worked for other people. And also I I was like maybe under, I, I was a customer to certain either services or things. And I had gone through some things you know I, I didn't like maybe my employer how, how they treated me or I didn't like um, maybe the some services I, I, I was customer uh, customers to and they didn't treat me as a good customer so that's always kind of give me the idea is that if I start when I start my own company I will not do those things I will be better I will do better because I, I, I know that everybody can do better yeah. And so when I started my own company, I think the first thing uh, was I wanted to be happy. I wanted to do the things I wanted to do. That was the first thing. And the second thing, 
uh, sec- second thing, I think the first thing though, if you are happy to do the things you're doing, you already naturally already like give people that energy. Yeah. And people can feel that vibe already from you. And the second thing is again because always think it doesn't matter you when you become a boss or not. Um, always think about other people, how other people feel like you know because you were them before. I I, I thought it was funny because when I started my own company, I didn't really think about hiring people, different things. I just uh, started because I need people to help me. So actually, one thing I had big things in, in my head back then was I wanted to work with my friends. It is kind of hard thing I I had to say is working with your friends is always a different dynamics because um, you, you treat them as your friends, but there's still kind of dynamic of a running a business. Yeah. But again, I think uh, treat them as your friends. Doesn't matter. They, they, maybe you hire your friends, or maybe you hire somebody, become friends with them. But at the end of the day, it's about this. You need to set up some 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 really strong values. So that's what we believe in. We want to do these kind of things. Um, we are friends, but if you do not believe in those things, maybe we shouldn't be doing business together. Yeah. And so that's why how I set my team. Why why got anybody like I met you? you like you said, you 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 worked for me for a while um, because I met you I know your values you know my values and I believe that you can uh, uh, you could be a great help for me same with uh, every other people I hired well I wonder I actually I even though it's a technical company but when I hired people I never actually gave them a technical test ever so I view normally I meet those people because uh, I've been I've been to many conferences, tech conferences related to what I do, and um, so I talk to a lot of people. I can see actually I know if they are, uh, they 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 know their uh, craft. So that I know how like just by talking to certain people, asking them the right questions. Uh, most of the times, uh, you do know like some some how what their level at. And then that's one. A second thing is there's so many things online these days, you know, like a, especially developers, we put our own portfolios out there on a few different things, services like GitHub. Um, people can see what you've done in your career. So that's really easy to find out uh, how good a person is, a technical side of things. But what most people don't see is how good this person is as a person. How do they treat others uh, yeah, in the office? Exactly. How, they... how, how can they work with other people? I yeah. think that's really important because you are building a team yeah. for your company. You're not um, just... Hire, well, you could... I, I still know some company hire the best programmers in the industry. All they want them to do is give them a task. They can do brilliantly. They, they, they can even go further more to do uh, more things. But still, I think that will fall apart if those people don't collaborate. Yeah. So that's, what, that's how I hire people. That's why everybody... I interviewed like I talk about interview with coach is uh, I just meet them for coffee and then I will chat to them about random things it's not just a technical I, I, I remember my mate uh, you remember Christian yeah. uh, he's a Spanish he came here in Dublin to learn English and also to want to like he relearned the stage of his career of a software engineer but I met him and uh, just talked to him about um different things like uh, what, what he's done in his life and then I just want to see I want to know the story of whoever I'm hiring and I want to know what, what what's their motivation because I think motivation it is really important uh, for everybody so like uh, when you hire somebody if their motivation is not aligned with well I wouldn't say exactly the same but I think sometimes there's spectrum 
the motivation can be aligned because one thing, for example, uh, I hear a lot of people they're the creative people or the 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 craftsmen they they want to do they want to create some really cool software, and that's aligned with me maybe not hundred percent but the thing is a, a, a you know striving to be a better self developer software developer. That's my goal too. Yeah, you know, and I understand those people. Like for you, you know, like I know you want to first of all, uh, foremost, you want to be a better person. You know, that yeah. that's me too. And the second one, you you believe in um, uh, entrepreneurship, run your own business, do the things you love. Uh, like I always say to you, I don't like the word just entrepreneur. Yeah, because they, they, they involve so many things. But for me, is we want to do some things we love to do, doing or we love doing every day. I think that's important. So that's the value. I believe in you, and uh, you believe in me too. So that's kind of thing. So I, I think we had uh, eight people uh, last year. Um, everybody shared like you know, really similar values, and then that's why I think the team uh, was running really smoothly. Yeah. Just because- I never experienced anything. It was such. It was like we all knew each other forever. It was like a. Fa- it was like a solid family, exactly. and I just think I like just to. I'm not saying that you crafted it, but just you kind of did know, like just how it all came together. It, it was magical, like it was it was crazy. But I felt that is whoever I tried to get into my company back then was uh, I, I I want to work with them, and because I know the people who are who are already in the company like working with me, and I think that's kind of transferable yeah. because like I want to work with somebody else. People want to work with me. Obviously, I want to work with people I I'm already working with. Obviously, those people will be yeah. working with each other. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think exactly we have a different. Uh, we have you as a marketer. We have uh, Virginia as a designer, and then we have uh, like a few guys there as self engineers. And then we all doing different things. But you know, we, we, we have great lunch together. We have a great chat, and then you know we 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 out, and then we, we we in work. Everybody felt like I, I remember that time. Everybody felt the day go so fast. Yeah, just atmosphere is relaxed. Even though the work we do was intense because we have deadlines, we had to meet and different things. Yeah, but still, I, I think everybody loved what they what they did. I remember why. Um, yeah, maybe that's one thing we can transition into is, uh, why my company failed, uh, right at the end. Yeah, let's so, talk about. Yeah, it. so I I I'm not doing uh my company anymore. Why is that? Um, yeah, one thing is uh one thing I learned. Well, one failure was. Uh, managing your finance for your company because I'm uh, I'm a self engineer and um, I just I, I don't think my mind was on money uh, I love like I've been talking about you got to do what you love but the thing is when you're so focused on those kind of things you ignore other things of your business it is hard a business I didn't know that it is a business you need to make business sense you need yeah. to be able to make money because you are hiring people you are responsible for the people you hired yeah so um so that's one thing i i really wanted to help people really wanted to share my passion with other people really wanted to do good work but in return uh last year we hired many people a little bit too quickly i think one thing was uh we, we got so many people because we did take on many clients uh, at the same time which yeah. actually was a good thing because after two years I think our reputation spread in Dublin here a lot of people actually heard about us and they came to us looking for help to develop uh, a software for their company mm-hmm. I think as a person myself maybe I, I, I'm not really organized person and I, I that's like maybe my criticism things is like I like to do things but I now I learned 
after I actually running my company, what I learned, I think I would like advise to everybody is uh, being disciplined, being organized. It's not you being uptight or anything. It's actually being a good leader. You know, give yourself a better, like, uh, I, I think, mind space, a uh, headspace to yeah. do things because when you have things organized, and you know what's gonna happen, and uh, managing managing your finances is huge because I run when you run a business, you have so many things. You have like your bills to pay, you have people to pay, you have taxes to pay, and you so also you you need to uh get paid from your customers, and so it, it this cash flow is really important. It's really hard too, and so for me. I didn't really manage that really well, and then I, as a software developer, I think because I, I didn't really pay too much attention about, uh, I need to hire, you know, a maybe someone who want to do business, like who want to grow the business, and then a business person, um. So I, I thought I could do everything. That's one big, I think, fallacy to uh, for every a lot of people because many people they're driven, they're ambitious, they're hardworking, and they. When they started their own business, uh, they 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 feel that they can do everything themselves, which I felt the same. I I thought I could do everything myself, but then I didn't know that I couldn't. So one mistake I made was probably I should have hired somebody who's complete opposite. Not um. So for example, the people I hired like even about like you like Virginia like a uh, different like uh, designers, marketers, developers, they are all on this kind of creative side of things. They create something. But I never hired a salesperson. I never hired a business person, which I should have. Um, at a different stage, at different companies, you have different needs. I think that's why I I denied that because I felt I could do it because I I'm an outgoing person. Yeah. I I like doing uh, some of what I I I like doing business, but I only realized that at the end of my business is actually I only kind of like doing business outings like maybe. Sometimes it's not all the time, so yeah. I, I think that that's why I failed. Uh, so the the finance part. So like at the end of the day, we 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 got a few clients we finished the work with, and we didn't get the uh, follow up clients. And because we have eight people, and we become really huge burden to pay everybody because yeah. we didn't have enough money. And uh, so and also from my own point of view was, I didn't enjoy what I was doing anymore because I I was managing people. I was a uh, uh, managing the customers, I was managing finances, I was mm. managing everything else but programming, developing things, and that that was a little bit killing me back then. And then so I said, oh, maybe I should take a break to really think because I I by that point last year I had been doing my business for nearly three years. Yeah, yeah, in a way it, it was an achievement. I think a three years business wasn't that we we went up, up <laughs> uh, we had up, ups and downs, and uh, we 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 learned so much on from actually uh, self engineering side of things, self developing side of things, and then we uh, also learned a lot about. Uh, meeting people, how to get clients in, but uh, we also learned the hard way that money is really important for any uh, for any businesses. Yeah. And that probably sounds stupid. Like it might sound yeah. silly to people exactly, listening, yeah. but it, your mind just be so distracted because you're yeah. wearing about fifty hats. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
sometimes you do like take your eye off the ball and you're like oh we're trying to do this or trying to work out with something with a client or maybe you're developing someone on the team or you have to do something exactly. and you forget about the finance exactly. for a second and then out of nowhere it yeah. can kind of just come upon you and you're exactly. like oh shit exactly. you know what I mean that, that, that's and really, it happens yeah definitely and then I think I, and I work with uh, I work, I've worked with many startups and I've seen that uh, different founders have their different strengths and they like doing the things they're good at they always will be ignoring the things that they're not good at. So I think that's it for any entrepreneurs. I think all there is, if you're not good at something, either pay attention to it or get somebody who can do that and you trust. <clears throat> because you, you because if you don't pay attention to that bit, that will fail your business at yeah. some point. And uh, yeah, so so that, that, that was... But the, I, I remember when... Uh, that month, I had to let everybody go. I talked to everybody. I just said, this is a situation. I'm sorry. I had to let you go. See, everybody, I think, was great. Everybody, like, including yourself, and the offer, oh, you know, if you just don't have money, maybe don't pay me for the next two months. I can work for free. It's fine. I love working here. Yeah. And that was really touching. That was re- I was really moved by everybody's this kind of, like, you know, gesture. They're saying, you know, if your money is a problem, we don't need to get paid. We just love what we yeah. do here, we love working with everybody here. And I think that's one of the big achievements I, I've done for my own company. I think so. Yeah. But uh, on the other hand, I told everybody, yeah, money was one thing, but the things I wasn't doing, the things I love anymore, I think that was the second thing. Maybe it'd be selfish, but I think because I'm running a business here, if as a leader, as a business owner, I my heart is not in there anymore. It needs to be in there. I, I really don't think it's fair for everybody else. You know, so that's why I, I told everybody sorry. Maybe some point I will start my own company again, but I just don't think we'll be next well. And then yeah, everybody was really sad. And you know like uh, Christian moved to Holland, the James moved back to Brazil and everybody got other jobs, different things. But we, you know we're still catching up after since I still meet you pretty often and yeah. I still uh, meet Virginia and then I like you know Teal now is working with me with this new startup here like uh, I'm working for um, yeah so so I, I think things worked out I, I think everybody had learned a lot for themselves you know the eight people were working uh, together we were working together everybody learned so much about their own skills their own their personalities they, they, everything I think everybody became a better person after that, yeah. and you can I can see like you know everybody still talk to me these days about different things, and they've seen a really short time they worked with me that time was, the, but the amount of work they've done the the, the new things they learned, you know I I think just accelerate yeah, growth exactly, exactly, just yeah. like yeah, you know exactly, what I mean definitely yeah um yeah just from that I think and one of the re- well one like you've been a big inspiration to me and to my journey and everything like that. But just specifically, like this podcast is only new. People in Dublin will or Ireland will probably listen to it only. And I think you have a unique uh, perspective in relation to the tech industry and uh, in Ireland and Dublin specifically. I'd like you to talk or even tell us about someone who wants to be a founder or is a founder. What would be their? What would be the most important things that they need to consider? Um, to get their idea off the ground? It, oh, there, there are many things I have to say, and it is different to different people, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think a few things everybody should do is when you have a, an idea, talk to people about your idea. Don't be afraid, just like I said earlier, don't be afraid of people stealing your idea. Don't be afraid of 
being judged. And then spread the word, talk about your ideas, see. Uh, gotta be feedback. You know, sometimes because we have our, our, our we, we got this idea, it's kind of our own baby, and it's really hard uh, for people to, uh, you know, criticize your idea or yeah. even give you, doesn't matter positive or negative feedback. For me, it's about, uh, you know, they'll say haters got to hate. <laughs> so don't worry about the haters. Like, but the thing is, some, even people give you negative feedback, unless it's really non constructive. Like, for them, oh, just your idea is bad, or whatever. That's really bad, kind of feedback but if they give you some oh i don't like your idea because, because of this this and that then you should take account maybe there's something in there but may not be because sometimes people don't think from your point of view and also a lot of people have an idea because they they encountered a problem they want to solve that problem which is a great thing for the world like you know we have yeah. we, we 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 you know we've gone through like you know life without actually um paying attention to the things we don't like in life and we just kind of grinding through like you know you got to see those things and then you want if there is a problem you're not going to be the only one experiencing that problem you know there are going to be more people out there having the same problem yeah and then so you, you you should listen to different feedbacks and that's one and the second thing if you think uh your idea is good you tell the people people give you uh different uh decent feedbacks and that there is a valid business you know, maybe in this potential here so next thing you should do, obviously, you, you probably you should already done the market research, not just in Ireland. Here, obviously, talk to people around you, uh, or maybe you're from different city, whatever. Yeah. But you need to do online research because they all say that doesn't matter what good idea, the brilliant idea you have, there are already ten people out there doing it. It's more about uh, having the good idea, having the good angle, and uh, have that good value proposition, and then to um, see what other people are doing and execute that better or maybe execute it in a different way and there's uh, also there, there there's also space there's always space for for yourself even though there are already some people some people are doing the same thing there's always for any market the size of the market they, they always can um, you know have a few players in there and they always say that the biggest players always take the most market share which is really true but if you really believe in it because different uh, I, I, what I see from the tech industry is uh, many companies they grow so big everything oh no they're unbeatable we cannot beat them doing whatever but I, I see everything I, I've been through like you know I, I see there's something oh you just say oh this is the best thing ever and then somebody come out doing better even though they're the newcomer but they are actually doing better even though the market share really low at the start but it's slowly slowly taking over think about Microsoft Back then, probably everybody using Microsoft Office. Yeah. But now there's so many different Office suites, and everybody using different things. Then Microsoft had to change. So I think it's healthy for the industry. Uh, when you have competitions, a good healthy competition. Yeah, definitely. And then so do your mar- market research, and then to see what other people are already doing it, and then do you want? But sometimes it happened to me a few times. I had an idea and I did a bit marketing research and then uh, Google around doing research and I found this company doing exactly the idea I wanted to and better. And then maybe that's the point that you got to think, do you still want to do this? Like for example, the, 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 thing, the idea I was talking about meeting people for coffee and then I, I found a shaper. That's exactly the things I was looking for. May, and they did, did better than me and they already got funding. Maybe, yeah, maybe I have other yeah, ideas. Yeah, kind of let it go. Exactly. Kind of. it's cool. Sometimes you do need to let things go. I think that's life. Uh, but I cannot say to everybody when you should let it go because it's really up to different people. Yeah. And then the next thing, if both things you really 
um, firm on your idea, you really you you are really like you know wanting to do this, and then okay, that's fine. Next thing is especially in Dublin, actually, there are many many uh, programs of any accelerators here in Dublin here can help you uh, to get a bit money at start to get your business off the ground. Uh, first of all, first of all, setting up a business in in, in Ireland is super easy. Um, you just need to register. Uh, you, if you want to register a company, you could become a sole trader as well. Yeah. And then also, you could register a limited company, cost you five hundred euros, and then you get a third probably, in, you know, two three weeks. So you have your company up and running. And then from funding side of things, especially many people have idea they don't have for them to have idea. Maybe it's a tech product. They need something to do. The, the product, or maybe you have an idea, want to start a cafe, whatever, you need some uh, capital up front. Yeah. So in, in Ireland here, there are a few different things. One is uh, go to your uh, local enterprise office, and they're always uh, looking for people, good business ideas, they will give you some funding, uh, up to like from 5,000 euros to 15,000 euros, and then that's one. And also, if you could not get funding, because they do have many people apply for those fundings, if you cannot get those fundings, that's fine. Um, they they offer many programs. Uh, they have like a business entrepreneur training program. They have uh, many mentors registered with enterprise offices. Yeah. And those um, uh, so they, they, they can uh, if you're looking for help or network, you can ask them. Can I can you introduce me to some like mentors? Can help me take off. So those mentors have other networks. Maybe you can either get the money off, or maybe you can get. Uh, some help either on if you want to run a cafe maybe they know catering companies or maybe they know the suppliers then they may know even the real estate and the people who can rent yeah. those like shops different things they can help you with that yeah. and then if you're doing tech because obviously that's my uh, that's what area I know the most is that there's a, a program called New Frontiers from Enterprise Ireland yeah uh, which they have different phases, I think. I, I, I personally, I never participated in that, but I, I worked with a few startups comes through that. Uh, New Frontier have different programs. They have one, is a tri- I think, I don't know, six months or three months training. Uh, it's free. Uh, so you, you get in there, pitch your idea. They help you develop your idea in the next three to six months. Yeah. They give you some money, uh, maybe 5,000 euros. And then the phase two, they give you up to 15,000 euros, I think another six-month program. And then which depends on the stage of your program may or may not be good because sometimes for me time might be more important for some things sometimes money might be more important for some things so it depends on your business it depends on the stage uh, where you're at for with your own business you can choose either from uh, like doing new frontier or not because six months it is a long time um, but you do get some money going with that and then next stage you can look around for incubators and uh, there's also pre-accelerators. For example, Jim Murphy uh, organized this uh, thing called Startup Boost, uh, B-O-O-S-T. So uh, it is a, a pre-accelerator. I think it's only six weeks program. You go in and pitch your idea. You don't get paid or anything, but uh, uh, you do get a good mentorship. You do get to meet meet, meet other um, entrepreneurs having their own ideas. Yeah. They're probably taking 10 um, every three to six months. I'm not 100% sure. And uh, there are other like pre accelerators in, in Dublin here. And for accelerators, uh, even more in- incubators, there I think uh, Huckle Tree is running a like a fintech related incubator. And also, obviously, the next one, the biggest one, the biggest one in Ireland, I think recently they got ranked the fourth uh, best 
incubators in Europe. Four best. Yeah, wow. and, and the RSE, they had gone up four rank. I think they were eighth last year, but this year they, they were fourth so best at the RSE. Yeah. So NDRC is uh, probably the go-to uh, incubator here in Ireland. Um, you go in there, pitch your idea. They actually take on idea stage startups. You don't need to have anything, have a good idea, have a good business model, and have maybe a good team, or maybe yourself too. It depends on how, what, what kind of expertise you have in the industry, what you're doing. And then they give you, a, a, I think it was 30K, but they will take some percentage of your company. And then you get a good mentorship, a three-month program. It's not that long, so it's kind of good, decent amount of time. They have three uh, different locations, one in Dublin, uh, one in Galway, and one in Watford. Uh, I think they take, they're all of them taking 10 startups every three months, which you do have a pretty decent chance to get into if you, have a, you think your idea is good. Uh, but even if you don't get into that, the thing is when you go pitch them, if they, they, they say, no, you're, you're not a good fit for us, they will give you feedbacks. They will tell you why, you know, why, so why it's still they, beneficial for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, obviously, on the other hand, they might crush your ego too because a lot of people get, oh, they, they reject me or I hate them because, you know, whatever feedback they give me is not justified, whatever. Yeah. But you do, I, I think that's, a, I think, our, our ego talking. I think for me in my life, it's every rejection is a boost for me because when somebody rejects me, they give me the reasons. I say, okay, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to be better next time. You know, I think that if you can take that positively, you always make your yeah. own company, your own idea better. Yeah. You know, and then also next thing is uh, also another thing called the CSF, uh, Competitive Start Startup Fund, I think. Uh, so that's from Enterprise Ireland, that's 50K. And uh, they give, I think they take certain percentage of your company as well. Um, but the good thing about them is if you use that 50K and then you grow your company well, and then you go out there raise maybe uh, more money from private investors and enterprise Ireland will match up funding with like whoever put in money. So yeah. for them, I think they go up to 250,000. So if you guys fund another, some other private investor to commit investing in you for another 250K right. and they enterprise Ireland will follow up, put another 250K for you, but well, yeah. they don't uh, increase any share that they don't take actual equity, no equity. from your company so can you get that equity back can you yes that's the other can? thing is well you can buy back your equity too so if you for right. example next year you made like uh, uh your company go really well and you made two millions but the thing is obviously that eight percent or whatever percentage they take i'm not 100 sure now uh, may worth more than they put in so in order to buy back your share you may need to pay more. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm not 100 sure. I think Enterprise Ireland is really trying to help under, uh, entrepreneurs in Ireland to take off. So maybe they just they e- they either get some returns from if you you I don't know that you made it, or maybe they um they still want to make money for sure. But they need to I guess to be a sustainable to sustain the whole yeah, exactly, ecosystem yeah. exactly support so, other businesses that are up and coming exactly. So yeah, so I think there are many different ways, and there are many more incubators coming up. And uh, so um, go search around. I'll reach out, you know, even to myself and whoever I can recommend you to. Maybe Jim Murphy is one yeah. big, uh, re- re- really good per- person to, to help with these kind of things. Um, Where will yeah. people find you online? Where do you most uh, hang uh, in? I probably have more on Twitter. Twitter? Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, What's I think your I, handle? Just I, for everyone. Uh, Twitter is at TN, T-I-A-N underscore Y-I underscore one. So basically my name, T-N-E one with underscores. Brilliant, yeah. you should so find me there. people can reach out to you. Yeah. Um, just this, I suppose, would be the last question because we've been here for an hour now. Um, what resources specifically um, 
tech related because I know once again you're into tech and stuff but maybe any resources books uh, online stuff anything like that where do you kind of go to kind of get some knowledge or inspiration that people listening could maybe get benefit from uh okay so i need to <laughs> another hour yeah. we'll have another hour <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think obviously um uh I, for me I, I think even though i'm into tech i i i do if you go on twitter you can see i follow different type of people i follow people doing design i follow people doing startups i follow yeah. people doing finance i follow people doing i think one big thing for me i think everybody should do a little bit is like to diversify what 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 they either read they're reading or what they you know following on social medias or uh, even their friends how to choose their friends become friends with different people try to diversify that out because I feel like the more um, different perspectives you get the better yourself become mm-hmm. so I I think man uh, I I think there are many books people will recommend different things there are many like people uh, probably gonna recommend people to follow but for me is go out there find your own passion you know, find something you really love doing and then follow some really good people in the industry but the thing about this whatever you do it's always related to other things for example I'm a tech person but in my why I'm doing tech is a weird one because as a software developer I developed product in the last three years for agriculture for social media for uh, like a, a, a hospitality for um, medical use things and for just in different spectrums. Is that really right? So you need yeah. to know different things. But at the same time, my learn different things that give me different perspective on on other things I'm doing. So go out there and follow something you really like first, and then slowly look at what you're doing connected with like maybe other industries, and then try to follow some people or maybe try to find some books related to other things. And then sometimes don't feel like it's a waste of time read some books which are not related to what you do. Yeah. It's okay because like uh, when you read different books that give you different inspirations. Yeah. And then to make you again go back to your own business, do better in that way. Yeah. So that that would be just my uh, advice is go go out there, you know, be open minded and um, that's why I, I, I had have that in my Twitter bio is be open-minded and be free just you know go with it go try different things you may fail you may not fail it doesn't matter life is a journey love it absolutely love it well listen Tiani it's been an absolute pleasure I really appreciate you helping me out with the podcast and coming on and sharing your story advice help like that to people listening in um, thanks welcome. very much Thanks very much. I, I want to say uh, thank you for asking me to come up, come on to this podcast. And I'll, I have to say, uh, really, really uh, kudos to yourself that started this podcast. And even um, just with it already, you're really busy with your own business, everything. And now uh, you're doing uh, this thing. I, I think it's definitely a, an example for other people uh, who are doing their own business can look up to you, even uh, you know, reach out to you, and yourself can you know spread the world for yeah. different people different industries and then different uh, uh, resource like learning resources so it's a great thing that you're doing too thanks very much Jenny I really appreciate it thanks very much for everyone uh, listening into the podcast uh, you can find us on Instagram at everything entrepreneurial 
Facebook is the same. Um, and if you don't follow us on Spotify, if you could give us a follow, uh, I'd really appreciate it. Until next time, thanks very much. Thank you.